And if you have your Bibles with you tonight, let's go ahead and let's open up right now to Judges chapter 6, verse 11. Actually, we're just going to read uh, verse 12. Amen. And the word of God reads, And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. Amen. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, my God, there's few moments that you have given me, Lord God. Anointed, Lord God, set me aside, Lord. I'm not worthy of any of this, my God, but we need you, Lord God. I need you right now, Lord God. Just have your way tonight, my God. Minister to your people. Those who have an ear, let them hear, my God, what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. And it's in Jesus' name. And we all say it? Amen. Amen. You could be seated. Hallelujah. You ever been in a, at a place where you have to hide something? You, ha- you hide uh, something in the house. You have your chocolate. You have your candies, you know. You, you have your, your th- little things that you want to you wanna put away right there, right? You got to hide it, you know. But one day my, my, my grandson, he says, he said, Dad, Dad, let's, uh, oh, oh, let's play hide and seek. But our place, there's not too many places to hide, you know. So, so what I did, I said, okay, I go in the living room, I put a blanket over me, and I made like a chair. So I, so I, so I had a blanket over me. I could hear the pitter-patter of my, my grandson running back and forth, you know. Okay, he, he, he's still running. And then, and then all of a sudden, he, he, he realizes that right there was not there before, right? He says, and so he went up, and, and, and he reached out, and he grabbed me. He goes, Lola. Ah, I got you. I said, yeah, mijo. You know, many times we'll hide. We will hide things in our lives or even ourselves. We'll hide behind certain things. We'll hide uh, behind our jobs. And, and, and the message that I brought, and I shared it with my wife, she goes, and I, so I mentioned about uh, uh, where Gideon was there, you know, uh, trading the wheat, you know, and she goes, oh, so you're hiding? I said, no. You know, she, she was pulling my covers, you know. She was pulling my covers. She goes, no, no, well, you know, a lot of times we don't want to admit things, you know, but when there's a call upon your life, you know, sometimes we tend to hide them behind the other things, you know. We tend, we tend, we know that God is calling to a certain ministry, but, you know, we don't want to get too close. We don't want to, we want to get close to the leadership, you know, but, but there's things in our lives, you know, what took place right here, and, and I'm going to get to it right now, where Gideon, Gideon was there, he, he separated himself, and, and, and as I began to read, I said, wait a minute. There was a reason why Gideon was doing all that. He was, you know, because there was in the beginning, in verse 1, in in, in chapter 6, verse 1, he says, Then the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, so the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian for seven years. See, and and if you read the, the account right there, what took place, there was disobedience. There was disobedience with, with, with Gideon and, and, and Israel. They, was, they, they forgot that, you know, they were delivered, you know, from Egypt, you know. But what had happened, there was a prophet that was sent to them. There was a prophet. But, you know, when, while Gideon was there, he, he ended up uh, go, going through, through things, you know. But then one day, the, the angels of the Lord came to him. There was a, there, he was right there. Gideon shredded wheat in the wine press in order to hide from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. 
Amen. And a lot of times we tend we want to we want to hide from all these things, you know. So so it's found there as as we read in six eleven. But I'm gonna tell you right now who who Gideon was. The Lord, he was the son of Joash. He was a mighty man of valor. So you understand who this man was. It means great courage in the face of danger, especially in battle. See, Gideon hadn't been been in battle yet. Gideon was humble and industrious. He was God-fearing. And, and his father had become an adulterer. He worshipped idols, but idols had to go. And Gideon vowed to remove those idols. But this, this is another sermon. Amen? The Lord found, found Gideon and called him. How, how, how did Gideon answer this? Well, he, well first of all, if, if, you, if you read there, he needed a, a sign. He needed some signs. You know, if the angels told him, you mighty man of valor. A lot of times we want, we want a sign that, hey God, hey God, are you going to be with me? Are you going to take me to this place? Or you want me to go here? You want me to be part of a team? But a lot of times we do that. Or we, we start questioning God. And, and then we make those promises sometimes, you know. Well, God, if, 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 you, do, if you if take this thing away from me or this problem or this issue that I have, and then, and then I'll do it. See, Gideon was there at, at that place. In verse 16, he says, And the Lord said to him, Surely I will be with you, and you shall defeat the Midianites as one man. Then he said to him, If now I have found favor in your sight, then show me a sign that is you who, who talk to me. Do not depart here, I pray unto I, I come to you and bring out an offering and set it before you. So Gideon went out in verse 19. He went to prepare a young goat and unleavened bread from an epaph and flour and meat and put it in the basket and put the broth in the pot. And he brought them out to him under the tabernacle tree, presented to them. The angels of the Lord said to him, take the meat and the unleavened bread and lay them in the rock. Well, it goes on that, that he took the staff that was in his hand and he touched the meat and the unleavened bread and, and, and the fire rose out of the rock. It was consumed. A miracle took place, but he had, it was a sign that, he, that, that the angel of the Lord had to show him. What is God showing you today? When, when, when we want to do something, work for the Lord, you know, God has to do a miracle in your life. Or maybe uh, we bring somebody in, and, 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 and you see the miracles of God doing uh, healing people's legs and, and a bunch of miracles. You know, maybe uh, uh, somebody had pain in their arms, and, and, and all of a sudden God begins to move in your life. We see all these things in our lives. We see a miracle. My wife is a miracle. Many of you are miracles. If you look to the left and to your right, you know, we're all miracles. But you know what? I, I believe each one of you here because you love the Lord. You love the Lord. Keep coming. Keep seeing the miracles of God that take place in Victory Outreach right here in the heart. Amen? Keep showing up. You know, keep showing up. Regardless of what you feel or what you go through, keep showing up. God wants to show you and show us miracles. But what happens if you don't show up? You don't give God nothing to work with. You don't give, not give God something to work with. Keep coming regardless. Amen. This reminds me, this reminds me right here when I take the glass, pick up the glass, you know, this is what I look like when a co-worker files a file, some complaint against me, so I just smile, because it happens, it happens, you know, God wants to do a work in your life, you know, and know how to deal and handle some things, amen, 
Gideon had some things there. But you know what? It was all because of the, uh, the disobedience. But, but he, he wanted, God was going to turn it all around. Amen? God's going to turn it all around for you. Amen? There was one, another sign that, 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 uh, that the angel of the Lord, what had happened, the angel of the Lord did with the, with the fleece. He, Gideon said to God, if you will save Israel by my hand, as you have said, look, I shall put a fleece out. He laid it out. Let it be, he says, let it, let it be wet around it the next day and dry. So, and then and it came to pass. And then he did the reverse. These are miracles. A lot of times, like I said, we want to go ahead and, 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 and wait upon God for those miracles before we can move. Amen? God wants to do something special in your life and even tonight. Amen? But, but God called him. He says, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and take this, this, uh, uh, this task because God gave him an army, there was, and, but there was too many, and he broke it down all the way to the 300. God gave him a plan. I'm going to give you the point. My first point is the Lord found, first of all, he found Gideon, and he called him. How did Gideon answer? He wanted proof. There was proof. Number two, God confronted Gideon where he had to make a decision. A lot of times we, we have to make a decision whether we want to we wanna stay or we want to go. It's the decision making. When the angel of the Lord came to him, you know, he didn't have to go, but you know what? He knew God was with him. He was already God-fearing, you know, a God-fearing man. But he was, he was busy there, you know. I got to feed the family, you know. I got I to do this and that. I got you know, I got tired. How many, you know, ever get ripped off, you know? And, and then we get ripped off. We, then we also, we lose, we lose trust. We lose trust. We don't trust anybody no more, you know? But then God begins to turn it all around. And I believe sometimes when we don't trust, when we don't trust, man, that will stifle your growth. That will stifle your relationship with people, in your marriage, with your children. Because, you, you know, you're there because somebody hurt you and, and you lost trust. You got to learn to trust God, amen? God confronted Gideon. But he had to make a decision, amen? He had to make a decision. You're going to make a decision tonight? Maybe you don't know Jesus as Lord and personal Savior, amen? And it was, it was that day. It was that, I remember that day clearly because I came, I came from the streets uh, right here in Hayward. You know, I was out there. You know, the, the devil want to take me out. You know, I, I had a gun put uh, blank, blank in my face. You know, it was right there, right in front of me. You know, a police policeman put he pulled the gun on me because I ran through the park. You know, and he was chasing me, and all all of a sudden I just, you know, he, he fell down. I kept going. And all of a sudden he, he they caught me on the other side. All the other cops were on the other side. So what, what happened, he, he was so embarrassed because all his, the other officers were laughing at him. You know, he had the gun point blank in my face. And he told me, I should blow you away. And I was so tired of being sick and tired. I said, go ahead. Go ahead. You know, they could have did it and played it off, you know. But no, it, 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 that's happened. I had shotguns on me. You know, I'm, I don't share a whole lot of my testimony because I'm not proud of what I've done. I've done some crazy stuff, you know. You know, you know, but you know what? God got a hold of my life back in the day, you know, back in the 80s. I was there in Fremont. They pulled me over right there. I was doing something, something, I was a knucklehead, you know. They pulled me over, 
I had a big dagger in my truck, you know, my little lowrider truck, wearing the vest, long hair, you know, and that, that's pretty much what my son, my youngest one looks like, you know. And they, so they put me on, I used to have my little truck and, and, and tie my pit bull in the back, you know, and, and just take off, and, but I, I was doing some crazy stuff. They pulled me over, and I felt like the, uh, that program cops, you know. Shotguns came out, so I heard them cocked. You know, they said, back up, got on my, got on my knees, you know. But it, it's something, you know, God was with me because, I, you know, I'm not supposed to be here tonight. You know, a lot of us, we're a miracle of God. God has done something in your life. Yeah, go ahead, give, give the Lord a hand of praise, amen. We're here today because God is doing something in my life. He's doing something in your life, you know. I remember coming in. Coming in into the the uh, the home, the very first home when it started, we had the reentry home together, you know. But for me, I thought the the homes were all the same. You know, I've been to drug programs, you know, and so when I came to Victor Outreach, you know, and then and then I was there in the program, and uh, uh, I was there in the reentry home. But you know, I wish I would have went just went in the home. See, there's a difference when you're in the home or going through the home, you know. When you're in the home, you're getting a hold of God. When you're in the home, because you want God to do something in you. You know, when you're in the home, you know, you're giving it your all. You know? But when you're going through the home, you're going in there because, oh, yeah, uh, 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 you've been court appointed. Or, you, you know, you're just going to go in there for a little while, you know. Or I'm just there. But back then, because I thought everything, everything I was okay. But that was a lie uh, from the pit of hell. Had I went through the home, and so you guys that are in the home, stick it out, man. Let God do what he wants to do in your life just one time, and instead of making the whole circle and going through it through again. Amen? Because that happens. Do it one time, and then and, and, and continue to get a hold of God, and let God use you. Because it's in the home where God is going to call you. Get ready, because the conference is coming up, and the call of God is going to go out. I'm going to be ready. I'm ready. We're ready to go. We have our place. Amen? We got to put on our, our combat boots, amen? I'm throwing, I'm throwing a shout out there because, you know, we're, we're a church and we're a family, and they need our, all of our support. You know, we, there's ministry there, just like we have it here. You know, we're, we have marching orders, amen? I may be getting off a little bit right here, but I'm going to get back in there in a moment. I'll get back there in a moment because somebody tonight needs to hear this because there's something happening within me. You know, there's something happening within me. I don't know what it is right now. I don't know what it is right now. All I know is that God's in control. He's doing something. And Brother Andy, I, I see Brother, he, he reminds me a lot, man. Because when I went after, after that reentry home, I saw Andy in Santa Rita. I'm sitting there, and I, and I said, you know what? I'm Victor Outreach, man. I, I don't care where I'm at. When I'm at work, I got you guys come, come right in my face, you know. And I tell him, you know what? You don't scare me, man. I said, you know why? Because I was worse than you. And let me tell you, God loves you, man. You know, I use that line, even the cross and the switchblade, because I was like two years in the Lord, and I said, man, well, I don't want to fight no more, you know, because I was a fighter, you know, I was a street fighter, you know, and you looked at me funny, that was it, you know, so, so this, this one individual came up to me, you know, ponytail, looking like a pit bull, man, I, I said, oh, this is another one, I don't know, what is it, something about me, I draw these people, man, like, they want to mess with me all the time, you know, they want to mess with me, but you got to know how to handle it. Do it with compassion and do it with love, you know. And, and so, so this guy comes up, man. He, he says, you know what? Yeah, I'll cut you up in a thousand pieces, man. And I said, what, what, what am I going to say about this one? And I remember that line. I said, man, I said, you know what? 
you could cut me up in a thousand pieces and every piece will cry out, Jesus loves you. Oh, it worked. <laughs> it worked. Uh, hallelujah. Praise God, because I didn't want to take it outside. You know? <laughs> oh, God's grace. Amen. But you know what? Check this out. Things aren't always what they seem. You know, they're, they're not always what they seem. This individual came up to me the next day, and he was in tears, man. And he said, Juan, I'm sorry, man. I'm going through some stuff. I'm going through some stuff, man, and please forgive me, you know. I said, I forgive you, bro. It's going to be all right. And him and his brother-in-law that worked there, they, they seen us when we had Channel 3. Man, they, 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 man, people were being touched. But you know what? People should, are getting touched in the streets. We, we need to be out there more in the streets, man. I, I, man, I got, I got, man, I got, I got a, a sheep at work, man. At work, there's guys that love the Lord. There's guys that love God, man. You know, and I see it all over them. I see the call on their lives. They tell me, you know. Well, and, you know, and we encourage one another, you know. But there's, there's, there's barracudas there, too. They, they, man, they, man, they, they want to they wanna fight and everything, you know. And spit in the devil, man. But we, we got we to gotta, we gotta stand our grounds, man. We, we got to know how to, you know, how to deal with situations. If you don't know how, man, just pray. God will anoint you. It's time. God loves you, man. God wants to use you. Man, when we're in the streets, back in the day, we would go out to the streets, or even before I got saved, I knew Victory Outreach. There they go. I'm dodging this way. And there's Victory Outreach. There I go. I said, no, man. But let me tell you, like Gideon was apprehended, man. God got a hold of my life. I, I was apprehended. You know, when, when, when you get surrendered, you know, you surrender all, man. When, when, when the cop had that gun in my face, what do you, what do, you do, man? But raise your hand. You surrender. And God is doing, telling somebody tonight, it's time to surrender. It's time to, I surrender all. I surrender all. All to Jesus, blessed Savior. I surrender all. I had to learn that. Man, when I, I got on my knees, my God, uh, I surrender to you. You know, I thank God that I got surrounded by the police. They took me in. You, got, you need help. You know, send me before I end up going to the big house. You know, I'm in and out Santa Rita, work furloughs, drug programs, the whole thing, the whole circle. But, you know, you come to a place where you get sick and tired, tired of being sick and tired, where it's time where, you know, where you, you wake up and say, you know what, God, do something in my life. I'm tired of being sick and tired. And, and you know, be careful what you pray for. I went back to Andy. I said, God. Give me the worst guy in this place there. I was only doing a weekend at Santa Rita. And who comes in? Andy. <laughs> Long hair. Who took my cigarettes? You know? Yeah, that was Andy. I said, oh. And then where's he, where do you sit? Right next to me. Right next to me. And, and I didn't even have to say much. You know, I just told him, I'm with Victor Outreach. I'm Victor Outreach. That's what you got to say, man. And God loves you, you know? And he began to pour his heart out. He began to pour his heart out. I said, oh, okay, you know what? We have a home. We have a home. God loves you. You know, God is able to restore your marriage, you know, and deliver you from drugs and all the addiction and all the dealing, the whole bit. And where a lot of us are a testimony of that. I got tired of all that, you know, selling weed and, and smoking PCP. I was all messed up. I thank God, you know, it, back then I wouldn't talk this much, you know. Yeah, God, God got a hold of me and cleaned me up, you know. But you know what? You, no matter what situation you're in, whether you're timid, whether you know what, God will do something. Amen. 
So submit. The Bible says in, in Psalms 119.46, it says, Submit to God's authority by obeying him and his word. If you want to get somewhere, then learn to submit. Amen? Submit to God's authority by obeying another one. In Hebrews 13.17 says, Submit to God's authority by obeying spiritual leadership. You got people that love you. Some, you know, you know. I, I, some, honestly, I, I dread even going going to work at times. You know what? It's taken me from a lot. My passion is right here. My heart is right here in Victor Outreach, right here in winning souls. But while I'm there for, for uh, uh, another, I believe that season's going to end pretty pretty quick. Amen. But you know what? While I'm there, I'm, I'm ministering the gospel. You know, I, I'm, I've led people to the Lord. I, I led a, a, a Hindu to the Lord, you know, and I prayed for his wife. She she had a, a three miscarriages. When you have three miscarriages, pretty much you can't have any more babies. But he, this doesn't happen too often. A Hindi come up and said, Juan, can you pray for me? You know, and, and, I, and I said, you know what, what's going on? You know, and that doesn't happen too often. But he knew. Because I don't hold nothing back. I let them know who I am, that I'm a man of God, you know, and you need prayer, I'm here. And that's the kind of boldness that we need to have. Amen? So he says, pray for me because I want to make my daddy happy, you know, before anything happens to him, that, that I want to make my grandpa, my wife can't have babies, this and that. Pray, pray that my, my wife will have a baby. I said, let's pray. Lay hands on him, you know, and, and, and I begin to pray. You know, about a month later, his wife goes gets checked. She's gonna have a baby, you know. She's pregnant, and then baby was born a year later. They had another one, you know. And but you know what? A lot of times, you know, he doesn't give honor and glory where it's due, you know. But I know, I know that my God, Amen. My God put that seed in her, Amen. So you got to believe God. I don't care what the situation, what's going on in your life. Obey spiritual leadership because they, they talk to them. They, they, so, so they know what to pray for. They know the, what areas. How are we going to know, if you, you know if you don't tell anybody? How is God going to know? When you, he wants you to confess things and say, Man, I'm going through the struggles right here. You know? So confess them. It's good for the soul. Amen? Another one in Luke 22, 42. Submit to God's authority by doing his will. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring you back over here to Gideon. Because Gideon, in Judges 7.17, and I'm, I'm going to bring it, bring it in pretty quick, okay? It says, and he said to them, look at me and do, and do likewise. Watch, and when I come to the edge of the camp. Gideon, with his... 300 is giving them instructions. Keep in mind. He's giving them instructions what to do for, for this battle. Because they, they had th uh, a few thousand, but God was moving and told them, you know what, you still got too many. We brought this army down a, a little lower, brought it down to 300. How, how, how are they going to win a battle with 300, amen? How, how are we going to win Hayward with what we have here? But you know what? God, God will do what he wants to do and how he wants to do it. Amen. And he said to them, look at me. Likewise, watch. When I come to the edge of the camp, you shall do as I do. 
when I blow the trumpet and, and all who are with me, okay, then you also blow the trumpet in every side of the camp, the whole camp, and say, the sword of the Lord of, and Gideon, of Gideon. But I'm going to bring, I'm going to take you to an, another area right here regarding this of breaking the pot, breaking the vessel, amen? Priceless broken pitchers. I want to challenge your imagination for, for a moment, okay? Just for a minute. Imagine only a detail of Gideon's story that doesn't appear in the scripture. It doesn't appear here, but I want you to imagine for a moment, okay? Imagine when me Gideon handed out the trumpet and told the soldiers, get your pitchers. Gideon gives his final instructions. He says, now listen, when I, when I give the word, blow the trumpet and break the pitcher and hold, it, uh, hold, hold up the light inside so they can see. And one soldier says, now imagine with me now, okay? The, maybe one, one soldier would say, wait a minute, sir, did you say break the pitcher? So Gideon says, yes, blow the trumpet, break the pitcher. Right? Again, there, there's instructions. Okay, but this is not in the Bible. Then don't, don't get me wrong now. I don't say, hey, that was not in the Bible. All right? Then he says, blow the trumpet, break the pitcher. So the, another soldier says, sir, I didn't know we were going to break the pitchers. Right? Another soldier says, my pitcher, it's maybe, it, it, it's sentimental. I didn't know we were going to, it's an heirloom. I didn't, I didn't know we had to break the pitchers. Right? Surely you wouldn't command us to break that. So Gideon tells them, only the only value of the pitcher in this battle is its brokenness. An unbroken pitcher is of, of no use. It's of no use for this pitcher. When, when are the pitchers bro brokenness? Let me tell you. We are the pitchers, and brokenness is the essential in the walk with God. You ever been broken by God? My son mentioned it about being broken. I caught that, you know. It's essential in our, in our walk with God, the brokenness. Man, I, for almost for a couple of weeks, I'm, I'm thinking about this message, and, and I began to work, and also I'm, uh, I had tears because there was, I'm thinking about being broken before God, you know? And, and, and it was being grateful, grateful for what the Lord has done because I don't deserve any of this. We don't deserve any of this. But God's grace and his mercy, amen? So, and, and another thing, too, that, uh, that song that, I, that or, or what he was, my son was sharing, flatlining. I flatlined one time. But it's a sad thing when your own father and your, and, and your brother have to carry you to the side of the house. Because I flatlined. They were ready to call the ambulance the whole bit because I, I was still doing my thing. We need to come before the Lord and be broken. Amen. Be grateful. Now, this message about the broken picture is relevant of today, okay? And I'm going to bring it to a close in a moment. Psalms 51, 17, David writes, the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit and a broken contrite or a humble heart. A humble heart. We need to learn to humble ourselves before God. Humble ourselves before, before your leaders. Humble yourselves. But a lot of times we don't want to humble ourselves. I, I, I don't think so today. I, I'm, a, I'm doing my thing. But then your thing will end up maybe some bad thing. Amen? So he says, 
and, and he says, a broken spirit and a broken contrite humble heart. In Psalms 34, 18, the Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and say such as a contrite or a humble spirit. Amen? Not only this battle that I'm, I'm mentioning to you right now about Gideon, there were many other battles. There's been many other supernatural battles in the Bible that you can read about. The Bible has been won, such as Exodus 14, 13 to 31, Egyptians drowned halfway through the Red Sea. In Exodus uh, 7, uh, 17, Joshua's defense against the Amalekites. And Joshua uh, uh, 6, 1 through 21, the Israelites collapsed the walls of Jericho. Amen? Gideon had an opportunity. How about you? You have an opportunity today. Gideon had an opportunity. He ca it came to him. It came to him when the angel of the Lord came to him. Like I said, he could have just stayed there and did nothing or obeyed and move on and be blessed. Amen? The Lord was with Gideon. Is he with you tonight? Is he with you? There's salvation. Maybe somebody here, you don't know Jesus as personal Lord and Savior. Today could be your day. Today could be your day. Amen? Many years ago, I made a decision. It was an easy one because I was a stubborn guy, but I give honor where honor is due. Pastor Stephen Josie, when they came here in 1981, when they shared about that guy behind uh, at that phone, phone booth, in your, your, and, and, and Sister Josie says, you know, some guy jumped out. That might have been me. I was always running around, you know, getting chased by the cops or, or getting chased uh, by, uh, by uh, uh, you know, guys from another city. But you know what? Back then, it, was, it wasn't a whole lot of gangs. I mean, you know, there, were, there were gangs, but a lot of, a lot of it was racial and, and segregation at that time in the 80s. And that's where we, we were at at that time. But I thank God, you know, I give honor where honor is due. And, and, and I thank the pastor, Pastor Stevan and Sister Chella, you know, in this church and what they're doing. There's an anointing in this church. There's a heavy calling on this church. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Give the Lord a hand of praise. Amen. But also, I thank God the leadership that were in this church, that they, they put up with me. There was leadership that we, we bumped heads, you know, but you, I, I kept going. We bumped heads this way, and I was like that bunny rabbit, you know, bump this way, and then I, I go this way. You know, and we, we, I get angry and, and, and because a lot of times we don't want to be told anything. But I thank God for those men that they were there. They didn't give up on me. And, and, and let me tell you, God didn't give up on you. God didn't give up on you, and we're not giving up on you. We're not giving up on you. Keep coming, like I said, keep coming. So God has something to work with, amen? God wants something to work with. If there's a knocking on your door, you know, if there's no, uh, there's a, how about the opportunity? There's going to be an opportunity. There's going to be knocks at the door of your heart. But if the opportunity don't come, build a door. Build a door. And how are you going to build that door? If there's knock, no knocking, right? How, how can you do that? Let me tell you how. Stay faithful. huh? Stay faithful. But how you take care of what, what, you, what God gives you. In Matthew 20, 25, 21, he talks about the talents. And, 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 and so take those talents. Take all those things God has given you. Be a good steward. Be a good steward of your job, your finances, your children, your marriage. Take care of them. 
when you take care of that, then the opportunities will come for better things and greater things. You know, the, the, those promotions, they, everything, it comes from the Lord. Promotions come. But let me tell you, when the promotions come, the har- har- higher you go, the harder the wind blows. So there's a heavy responsibility when you continue to give your life to Jesus and let him do what, what he wants to do in your life. Amen? So by how you take care of what he, he gives you, be a good steward. Be, be faithful in the little. And he'll put you over much. Amen? He'll put you over much. Because a lot of times you say, well, I got this, I got that, I got the other. But you didn't have it. You didn't have it before you got saved. But when you prayed for it, it came. So everything I got, I was a good steward with my wife, man. I got, I got, I got, and we're, we're going to keep going, you know, together. Together, baby. Together, baby. Baby, just you and me. Oh, how happy we'll be. Amen. God is good, amen. God's given 29 years, amen. Be faithful in the little, and he'll put you over much. I want every head bowed and eyes closed, amen. Hallelujah. You know, right now, while your heads are bowed and eyes closed, maybe there's something something that, that God is saying to you tonight. Maybe you haven't been, you know, faithful in that little bit that he's given you. Maybe you don't understand some things was taking place in your life, but let me tell you, God understands. Maybe you need to a recommitment. But I'm going to throw this out first. That those of you, you don't know Jesus as personal Lord and Savior. I want you right there to raise your hand if you don't know Jesus as personal Lord and Savior. Amen? Raise your hand right there where you're at. Hallelujah. There's nobody. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So right now, I'm going to open up the altar. If God ministered to you in any way, the altar's open. Amen. God is calling you. God wants to do something in your life. You don't need to hide. You don't need to hide.